Hariom, and welcome to Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmay Mission New Zealand. Hariom, and welcome everyone to the Thinking is Free podcast brought to you by Chimay Mission New Zealand. My name is Akash Kumar, and with me today I have Anish. Um, so just to just to catch everyone up where where we kind of are, we've we've just been talking about um, attachment, and we thought you know we're, we're heading down this track, and I was like, come on, we just need to need to record this. Um, so we're we're thinking about what to what to discuss, and I talked about uh, attachment and how. Like for for me, what I experience is in this world, or what we we learn about is we get attached to a lot of things. Yeah. Um. And then Anish, <laughs> we do. <laughs> Anish Anish told me he was listening to a song uh, by Macklemore called Vipassana. 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 Yes. Right. And if if you haven't had a listen to it, please go and check it out. There's just some some awesome lines in there. Uh, and what he speaks about, and then uh, Anish was telling me about the vipassana retreats. Yes, right. So do you yeah. want to do you want to carry on from here now? Okay. So vipassana is actually a technique of meditation. Um, it's there in Hinduism, but it has been popularized by Buddhism. And there is a organization that offers these vipassana retreats here worldwide. There's one in New Zealand as well. And it's a 10-day silent retreat where you're not allowed phones. You're not allowed to have a laptop, a tablet, a book, no radio, no pens, no papers, obviously no talking. It's just you and your mind for 10 days. That's it. You cut off from the world and it gives you an opportunity to get in touch with yourself. I don't know how most people would react to it. I said, I said the first thing that comes to my mind is that you would go crazy. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, many people would go crazy because we're just like, you know, have grown and evolved to have the need to know like what's next. Why is thing, why are things happening? We need to interact with things. We need something to stimulate our mind. We, we do all these things unconsciously because we feel the need we, of needing to have, right? Yeah, that, that's, what, that's where we are today. But, mm. And we've called it needs, but are they really needs? And this yeah. is a check to really recognize what your needs are. Yep, 100%. Right. So you were, you were talking about you went on this retreat? I, I did. I did go for this retreat a long time ago, almost 11, 10, 11 years ago when I was 21. Yeah. Um, I was at university. We'd gone for a boy's ski trip down to Ruhapehu right. for four or five days during the um, mid-semester break at university. And then after that, I took some additional time off and I went for this 10-day retreat. Yeah. And how was that? It it was life changing. Right. Um, it does provide you with a lot of insights about yourself. Understanding what really matters. Mm-hmm. Um, or who you are as a person, how comfortable you are with your thoughts. Um, 11 hours of meditation a day. 
it, it's it's not easy. Yeah. And especially someone who wasn't that into spirituality at at that point in time. Right. Um it was a very different experience. Um but you can see the impacts of it after 10 days of not talking to anyone. Yeah. Your mind actually quietens down and you really right. understand what a quiet mind is like. Yeah. Today's day and age we really do not know what a quiet mind looks like or feels like and the amount of benefits that it can give us. Right. Our minds are constantly on the run and as you said we have created an artificial need for so many things yeah how is that how is that come about how does that the artificial need for or that want for something come i guess it's just a misjudgment right to a certain degree yep um at the very core it is a misunderstanding of who i am yep and all spiritual endeavors whether it's Buddhism or Hinduism it is all an effort to really figure out who you truly are who I truly am and because of this era of not understanding who we are we accept ourselves to be something else right and we accept ourselves to be individuals we accept ourselves to be limited finite entities who have a mind who has a body right and then the needs of the body become my needs mm. the needs or the demands of the mind become my demands and in this way it just keeps on snowballing and yeah. the needs just keep on increasing the body the body needs clothing to keep warm but i need to pick a specific brand <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> you know? because after a while it's not just whether the body is warm or not it's it how do good? people perceive me <laughs> yeah right do i look good yeah. do do i hold value in other people's eyes mm. and it's probably stems from this idea that i do not recognize my value myself mm-hmm. and therefore i seek to find <laughs> evaluation of myself yeah in the eyes of the other right So this kind of thinking when not addressed it snowballs quite quickly and gives us gives an inflated sense of needs and wants once we understand that you know these are our wants but day by day our needs also seem to be just increasing i mean 10 years ago wifi wasn't a need <laughs> it was no. a luxury right yeah And I, I think even 10 years ago we were happy to wait for the dial-up connection. <laughs> like if you get if you're watching a video at 720p. Yeah. When you could have 1080p, yeah. you know, like the, <laughs> the disappointment is yeah. real. A- absolutely, right? <laughs> I I remember the times when I would be happy going onto YouTube and because it does not my st- streaming speeds can't handle it. moving down to 240p and watching the video in 240p and I'd be happy. You even wait for the the whole video to load before you even watch the video. <laughs> exactly. And now if while you're watching the video is not loading, yep. you know, the amount of problem. the amount of grief that it causes. Yep. And I'm happy to change providers the next day. <laughs> yeah. right? So 
I mean, our, our sense of needs yeah. is just ridiculous these days. Yeah. Um, and this probably connects back to our last session that we had about how we prioritize things. Mm. Um, because we do not understand ourselves properly, we are not able to judge what our real needs are or what's really important to us. Right. When, when, when we say need, how would you define the need? Something that I must do that has an effect on something or someone else. Let, let's look up how needs is defined okay. on Google, right? Yeah. Should we do that? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Define need. Require because it is essential expressing necessity without which I cannot exist. I, I can't do without it. Mm. Right? So now let us think, what are our real needs? What is it that we cannot do without? Food, mm -hmm. shelter, clothing, and a little bit of socializing because man is a social animal. I was going to say food and then I was like, wait, Anisha's going to be like, no, but you can fast. <laughs> no, as in for survival. Yeah, true. Yes, we can reduce the amount of food, yep. but we do need food. We can't deny that. Yeah. Shelter. Yes, everyone needs a shelter. It can be quite simple, mm. but everyone needs a shelter. Yeah. Clothing. Yes, in cold countries, clothing is required. In hot countries like India, you could probably get away with no clothing, and that's fine. But, and a bit of social interaction mm -hmm. to begin with. Right. And these are hum basic human needs. Yeah. For most of us, those needs were met a long, 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 long time ago. Mm. Yeah. Right? Um, and today's idea of needs is completely overinflated, at least in my mind, what I need yeah. or what my needs are. And all this that is more than the bare minimum requirements, which are actually wants which have turned into needs, is because of attachment. Mm. And that is attachment. Right. Where I start feeling that this is a necessity. I can't do without it. My happiness depends upon it. Yep. My existence depends upon it. So, yeah, this is, this is attachment. And so what can we, how do we, how do we practice the detachment? Because it's, it's easy to say and us listen and, yeah. you know, but the, what is something that, that we can do to help us in the process of detaching from something or just an exercise or something. Okay. Um, we can look at a couple of ideas. Um, one is more reflective. Right. And the other is more tangible. Mm -hmm. We'll start with the reflective bit where I should really question myself. First, analyze our day or our life in general and see what we interact with and what we feel we cannot do without. And then question it critically. That, is it really true? Was there a time when I was fine without it? 
Without food, I could have not a single day, right? I need food every single day since the day I was born. Clothing, shelter, right? And that social interaction to a certain degree. So it has always been there and therefore it is a need. But having the iPhone 13 or, you know, the newest MacBook, is it really a need? Or is it something that has become a need because of my choices. Mm. Yeah. So this kind of reflection. And sometimes it may even include people. And actions that we do. We have made it such an integral part of who I am today. That I cannot see myself without it. Whereas the reality is. I existed absolutely perfectly. Even when that was not a part of my life. So that is one. And the other is, as I said, it's a bit more tangible. In our scriptures, what is prescribed is three practices to help grow spiritually. It is called yajna, dana, and tapa. Right. Yajna means a spirit of sacrifice. Always be willing to help other people and work for the benefit of everyone rather than just yourself. An, an example of this could be? It is as simple as in a family or in a relationship, yep. for the happiness of my partner, mm -hmm. I give up something. Right. Sacrifice. Yep. Why? Because I've considered the welfare of my partner along with my own. It's not a compromise, it's a sacrifice. Mm. Right? Compromise is always done with a sense of resentment and bitterness. Right. Where sacrifice is with understanding and love. This is the difference between the two because often people get confused and they say, if I live a life of sacrifice, then what about me? Mm. Right? There's a sense of resentment and bitterness to it. Yeah. Whereas the word yagya means living in a spirit of sacrifice where you're lovingly giving it up because the person who you want to benefit is someone so dear to you. Yeah. Okay? So that is one. The other is dana, charity. On a regular basis, give. And the more we give, the more we recognize how much we already have. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? And just the joy of giving and sharing with someone will make us feel that, yes, you know, even though I felt I did not have enough, I gave and I made someone happy. And it was worthwhile. And the third one is called tapas, which is austerity. Right. To put it into English, it means intelligent self-denial. Okay. Out of this, that critical thinking, that which you recognize that which is not beneficial to you, stay away from it. Say, right. learn to say no. Mm. That I do not need this, therefore I will not accept it. Yeah. Right? If four pairs of shoes are enough for a normal yeah. daily living, <laughs> do not buy a fifth one. That intelligent self-denial is called tapas. Right. right? Mm. Or yeah. I have three hoodies already, I don't need a fourth one, do not purchase it. Yeah. And if you have more, give it away. Live a simple life. Yep. 
I think it, this simplicity of living is mm. such an underestimated um, value yeah. or a virtue. Mm. I find it streamlines a lot of things. It Because objects and things preoccupy our mind and our lives so much, they demand time from us, which really we are short of. Yeah. We need more time, but we are not able to generate that time for what things that are really important to us. And I find the the more we don't look towards that um, that simplicity, and then the more we spiral into those those attachments and those wants. Yeah. You know, they they, they just deepen and deepen. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I need this one because now I need this shoe because I've bought this shoe and I need it because, you know, when when I have them or even just like you know, like collectibles, oh, I've I've just need one more my collection and then yeah. now I'm done. Exactly. It's you are never done. Collection collection is done. Cool. All right. And now oh, they just released like this limited edition. Everything's limited edition now. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. You, this you must have because it's going to sell out. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's marketing. Mm. They play on the human psyche. Yeah. Um, there's a very beautiful documentary that I saw a while ago on Netflix. It's called Minimalists or Minimalism. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. A very beautiful, thought-provoking documentary. I would highly recommend people to watch it. Yeah. Um, you know, something to think about. Yeah. Thinking is free. and we have been blessed with the intellect which is capable of thinking critically and making sound decisions often we just go or live our lives on the basis of our whims and fancies rather than well reasoned out decisions which leads us into hot waters and leads us into problems down the track, immediately it seems quite innocent, yeah. but eventually it costs us quite a bit. I often, because you're talking about the minimalism yeah. the documentary, you know, I often find that when I'm cleaning up um, my environment, my mind also cleans itself at the same time. Yeah. And because my environment is clean, my mind is clean, and therefore I'm able to think clearly. Yeah, you know, if, you have, if you have less stuff, you know, that means less stuff to clean. Yeah. Which means it's easier to be. You Absolutely. You're not being weighed down by all this yeah. energy and around you. Decluttering yeah. is a proven way of releasing the mind. Yeah. Right? And not just mental decluttering, but physically decluttering. Mm. Yeah. Because what comes or what our environment is, is nothing but a reflection of our own mind. And I think even just decluttering in terms of our five, the, the, not the five needs, but the needs we talked about earlier, right? Like yes. our, our food, shelter, people, and warmth, right? Our yeah. clothes. Yes. You know, I think if we look and assess that and declutter like in all those aspects. Absolutely. What life could be like. Yes. We're not saying don't have good things. Yeah. But just have a few things that you truly value and cherish. Yep. Rather than just having a lot of junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your mind doesn't have the capacity to <laughs> think about it all. Yeah. You know, and yeah. gets overloaded Absolutely. and that's when it all becomes a bit too much. Yeah. Cool. 
Oh, thanks for that, you know. Again, like always, it's given me a lot to think about. And and I know that there's, there'll just be times where I'll think about this during my week. Yes. So, no, thank you again, Anish, no problem. for your time and your energy. And thank you for tuning in to Thinking is Free. Always happy to think. Yeah, <laughs> thinking right. is free. Adio. Adio. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmay Mission New Zealand. For more information on events, courses, server projects and study groups, please visit chinmaya.org.nz. Harium.